Possible to talk about Brian Rainey without playing that song. I'm sure many of you remember all of his dancing exploits in the halls of Cornerstone when he would just grab the nearest lady, start dancing away while humming that tune. I can remember a time when him and I were walking down the hallway and um, there were two girls that were just having a conversation and they were so used to Brian uh grabbing people and dancing with them that as we're walking past Brian reaches over grabs the girl by the hand and starts twirling her while humming that tune and the girl just continues her conversation as if nothing was going on and i thought oh my gosh you know this is so funny um Brian was a guy that just kept you laughing all the time and he took crazy up to a high level he, he, and I don't mean that in a bad way at all, he just took crazy to a new level. He was uh, very passionate about life. He was uh, a very uh, generous guy. He didn't have a lot in this world, but what he did have, he would give you. He would give you the shirt off his back if he could. Um, he, he was always the same with me. It didn't matter if I'd been in Alaska for three years and hadn't been back to Detroit. And when I went back and him and I got together, it was like no time had passed at all. And, uh, it was just like old times again. And, uh, he was just such a, a great person. Uh, he had a lot of health challenges, as you know, near the end of his life. And, um, he had a colostomy bag that he had to wear. Um, but even with that colostomy bag, because his personality was so powerful, he was still able to get the girls. And I asked him one time, I was like, how do you do it? You know, I can't even get a date, you know, but he, he always just manages to manage to reel them in, you know? And, um, he said, Danny, let me tell you how I do it because I don't care. That's why I'm a rebel and they know it. And uh, I would just watch in amazement. He's, he would just use that personality of his just to reel them in and make them laugh. And after a few minutes, he they were eaten out of his hand. Uh, as I mentioned, he took crazy up to a whole new level. Um, I can remember one of the times that I was back in Detroit visiting from Alaska. Uh, him and I were driving around and he said, Danny, we need to stop at this this bar. I know you don't go to these type of places. I just need to go in for a few minutes. And so we stopped and parked the car. He went in for a couple minutes and I waited outside. And um, a few minutes later, he came out. There was a big parking lot. A few minutes later, he came out and he, uh, I, I saw him go up to a vehicle with a friend. 
And from way far away, he starts yelling, Danny, Danny, come here. Come over here, Danny. And I'm like, oh, crap. If I don't go over there, he's he's not going to stop yelling. Um, so I walked over there and he said, Danny, Danny, look at this. And I look in the vehicle and there's a girl, actually two girls in there. And the girls don't say anything, but one of them just looks up and pulls their shirt up. And he says, look at that, Danny, look at that. And I said, well, that's that's real special, Brian. And uh, then I promptly turn around and uh, walk back to the car while behind me I hear him going, yeah, you know, in that way he used to do. Um, as I'm walking back to the car, I'm just shaking my head. Going, oh, my gosh, Brian. Brian seemed to make it. Um, a mission of his to embarrass me, especially in stores. So, and again, you know, we're like in our thirties now and we're in Myers. And again, it was one of my trips back. And, um, I made the mistake of never watching what he was picking up along the way when we would walk through the stores. And, um, cause I was focused on what I had to get. So one time we're walking through the store and I, I was just not watching and just not paying attention to items that he was grabbing along the way. So we get to the checkout and there's nobody behind me in line. And I leaned over to look at something that was um, on the, the magazine rack, like where they have the magazines and all those little things. And um, as I'm doing that, um, he throws all the stuff that he has um, up onto the belt. And then I look up and there's three girls that got two or three girls that got behind me in line. And I look on the belt and I see the pile of stuff that he has grabbed. And then I look up at the, at the uh, cashier who's looking at me awkwardly. And I look down at the stuff and there's like bikini underwear and a big bulk thing of Vagisil and just all these feminine products and stuff. And then I look towards the door of the store and he's making a beeline for the exit. And I just, he turns around, catches my stare and just grins as he walks out the door. And the girls behind me were laughing and the cashier was laughing. And I was like, it's not mine. This stuff is not mine. You know, and you think I would have learned my lesson. Nope. So not too long after that, uh, we're in Myers again. And again, I am not paying attention to what Brian is doing. Um, him and I split up as I was grabbing some things and, and, um, he's in another part of the store. So I'm over in the produce section and this is the Myers that's, uh, in Southgate. I'm over in the produce section. It's like, um, a mid Saturday morning and, um, it's pretty crowded at the time and I'm in the produce section and I'm looking for something. And all of a sudden, much to my horror, I hear Brian from across the produce islands yelling, Hey Danny, Hey Danny. I found the stuff that you wanted. I got it right here. I found the stuff you wanted. And much to my horror, he holds up a big jar of Vaseline 
a package of hot dogs and um, a, con a box of condoms. And I am absolutely horrified as people start turning around and looking and staring. And immediately I just cover my face and start trying to walk away. And he's going, Danny, Danny, come back. Yeah, you know, and this wasn't the first time he'd done something like this to me. And I was, you'd think I would have learned my lesson. So finally, I, I just made a policy. I will not go into a store with him ever again. You know, but he was, you know, it was horribly embarrassing. But at the same time, it was, it was hilarious because he was a guy who just kept you laughing. And uh, I was just thinking about him the other day and how much I miss him and, and uh, how we need to really... Uh, think about having a reunion pretty soon. We always talk about it, but it never seems to get done. And so we really, hopefully, within the next year or two, um, somebody can organize that and put it together. Uh, we have lost too many of our Cornerstone brothers and sisters. Too many, too young. And um, we need to all get back together because we're not, we're not getting any younger. You know, there's not a day that, that goes by where I don't think about all of you and think about the good times and think about how much I, I miss Brian, how much I miss all of you guys. Um, it was a special time in all of our lives. So um, hopefully we can uh, get something put together in the next year or two. So we're a couple months away from the anniversary of Brian's passing. And I just wanted to share some memories about him because I was thinking about him recently and I miss him. So um, I hope all of you are doing well. Um, I pray for all of you guys, and I miss you, and I love you. And uh, um, I hope to see you guys again soon.